Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you today. You can find the pod all over the place, including the WDBO app, WDBO.com. You can find it on Spotify. You can also find me on the radio each and every morning on Orlando's Morning News on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando, 5 to 9 AM. If you're outside of O-Town, go ahead and check us out there in the WDBO app or WDBO.com. Well, the situation in Afghanistan is chaotic. The videos of hundreds of Afghan people trying to cling to these American military planes still very much on the minds of Americans right now. This morning, I saw a picture of what the U.S. says is about 640 Afghan people stuffed in one of those cargo planes. To me, it looks like a heck of a lot more than 640 people. But no doubt there is mayhem going on in Afghanistan right now as the Taliban retakes that country. So I wanted to check in with Florida Congressman Mike Waltz today. Congressman Waltz represents the 6th Congressional District, which includes Lake and Volusia County. And earlier, I had this chat with Congressman Waltz. I know you served in Afghanistan, so this situation for you, I'm sure, hits home. What what are your general thoughts about what has been going on over there in Afghanistan over the last 72 hours or so? Yeah, you know, as a as a as a Green Beret, we worked very closely with the Afghan security forces, often embedded in local villages. Uh, that was really the essence of of special forces was to fight by, with, and through the local. The local peoples, and uh, I'm rage- going back and forth between uh, rage and grief. But mm. this is uh, absolutely a disaster on so many levels, from a humanitarian standpoint, for the women and minorities, uh, interpreters that are being hunted down, from a credibility standpoint for the United States around the world. Uh, you ma- can you imagine what our allies in Taiwan and Ukraine and others are thinking, uh, and really from a counterterrorism standpoint, America is much less safer today. The Taliban and Al Qaeda are married at the hip. We will see Al Qaeda 3.0 come roaring back in the wake of this. What happens in Afghanistan does not stay in Afghanistan. It will spread like a cancer and it will follow us back home. Mm. It was clear that there was no plan. Uh, No effective plan anyway. Uh, I am worried in the very immediate term about the hundreds, if not thousands, of American citizens that are now behind uh, Taliban lines. Um, I do not see an effective plan from the Biden administration to get the 
tens of thousands of Af- Afghan interpreters that stood and fought with us and their families out. Uh, and I, I don't see an effective counterterrorism plan. There is not one country in the region that uh, surrounding Afghanistan that's agreed to host a base or American forces for when Al Qaeda does uh, come roaring its ugly head. So heading into the 20th anniversary of 9/11, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, my, my heart is breaking, but also as a member of Congress, I'm I'm furious. You mentioned President Biden. He addressed the nation yesterday, Congressman, and some thought he might come out and own the issue. And instead, he basically doubled down, saying that he doesn't regret the actions being taken there in Afghanistan right now. As, as a veteran, as a Green Beret, uh, you've been in Afghanistan. How does the, how, how did his speech make you feel yesterday? Well, I thought it was unbecoming of a commander in chief. And first of all, to have waited days to say nothing on the day that the Taliban flag flies over Kabul and the U.S. flag comes down, which was Sunday. So that in and of itself to be absent, uh, you know, to be able uh, as a commander in chief. But the thing that I found so disturbing was there was you know, a lot of excuses and justification for how we got here. Uh, but there was no vision uh, or articulation of a policy for going forward. Uh, and as I said, in the very near term, getting Americans out, we still have a Navy veteran that's been held hostage by the Taliban for the last year. Uh, <laughs> one would have thought uh, that we at least could have gotten him uh, in exchange for all his U.S. forces leaving. Uh, but you know, is he going to recognize the Taliban regime? What are we going to do about Al Qaeda? What are we going to do about Pakistan that has been fueling this Taliban offensive? Uh, yeah, what message are we going to send to ch- countries like China that are already talking about recognizing uh, this terrorist regime? Are, are we going to wait uh, until there's another 9-11 and let this kind of cancer spread and fester uh, and until we have another Pulse nightclub or San Bernardino? And it's worth pointing out the same team that's around Biden was around Obama when we yanked out of Iraq too fast and too soon led to the rise of ISIS, a caliphate the size of Indiana, and attacks around the world. Uh, so it, this is just uh, beyond disturbing and upsetting uh, because, again, I think there, uh, we are going to see more American blood spilt, uh, possibly at home again, uh, but certainly with future American soldiers that have to go back and deal with the problem. But this time without bases, local allies have been hunted down, uh, and without anyone there that will trust us. I know it was the Pentagon, Congressman, that indicated recently that nobody really expected the Taliban to retake that nation so quickly. Are, are they the only ones who, who didn't know this was going to happen so swiftly? Well, I've been on record <laughs> for, for quite some time across multiple administrations, uh, you know, uh, saying that if you yank out the air support, intelligence, logistics support, again, the Afghans have been out doing the fighting and dying. They've lost over 80,000 soldiers since 2015. Uh, but if we yank those supporting functions away, maybe, you know, it's not a perfect analogy, but if we had yanked the support away from South Korea in the 60s or 70s, uh, uh, you know, after, after the Korean War, 20 years, um, they would have struggled too. So there's a lot of us that, that knew this was going to happen. Uh, where, where Biden is so fundamentally wrong is he keeps saying this is an Afghan war. Uh, that this is their civil war, their problem. They're not doing willing to do the fighting. Neither are we. This is a global war against terrorism. Uh, and again, that terrorism will spread and it'll be far more difficult to take care of it 
uh, now that, uh, you know, we've let them take over again. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned the Taliban terrorists. No doubt they're bad actors. And, and now what happens in terms of Afghanistan becoming a hub for terrorists like Al Qaeda, like you say, 3.0 again. But what happens to the nation now, Congressman? What about the the young girls who were able to go to school over the last couple of decades? What about the freedom that they had? Where, where does that all go now? Well, it's 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 gone. The Taliban are are instituting Sharia law. Uh, I think they very cleverly uh, will maintain a more a more moderate face in Kabul, where there are still a few journalists left. But we're already seeing in the hinterlands uh, that it's that they're actually worse than before. Uh, selling women into sex slavery, uh, forcible marriages. Uh, women, uh, half of the university in the western city of Herat were women. They've all been told to stay home. Uh, this is devastating for Afghan girls and women. I lead, uh, co-lead a, a caucus focused on women's uh, rights overseas, and the Taliban are one of the worst abusers in the world. Uh, and so where is the outrage from the left, uh, from the defenders of women's rights? Uh, it's it, I'm hearing silence and that's politics at its worst. And much appreciation to Florida Congressman Mike Waltz for that chat on the Inez Says podcast. That is going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Scott Inez. Again, find me on the radio each and every morning on Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Thanks for joining me again and have a great day.